Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to the Tableau Podcast. <laughs> the Tableau Podcast is here, guys. It's a new week. Uh, have you ever waited in line for something? Like, what's the longest wait? And what did you wait for? Roller coasters. Okay. Or something to buy. Or eat. Oh, you waited in line to buy the… No, well, not waited in line. But you waited a long time to buy the Switch. Yeah. Because I tried buying it… Um, the Switch console like a doofus. The day Animal Crossing came out. And even I th- like I was like okay I can't get the limited edition Animal Crossing Switch I'll just get the normal one those are all sold out so I had to wait like a full week before I could get and you had to pay extra right I paid extra because it was like <laughs> underground market and Simon have you ever uh, like tried to buy something like limited edition or something like something that was hard to get so you had to wait or you had to go online and food Pop usually my- food <laughs> just food okay well. For me to buy some sneakers, um, like not just a wait, not just like offline waiting, but sometimes you have to do uh, this thing online where like you can get into, you can access the site at a certain time, and you go in and you try to buy it, and like literally in half a second, it's all sold out. Right? And yeah. You're just like. Okay, I've waited a long time to buy concert tickets. Yeah, concert tickets are just like that, yeah. right? Because it's limited. Yeah. And it's just a living hell to get them. Yeah. And um, I feel bad. But you know what can we do right? Like we have… Our tickets usually sell out in the first like 30 seconds. Dude I tried buying tickets to your guys' show yeah. at the Roxy. Remember? And I was only like 10 minutes late. And completely sold no, out. No. It, so, it literally sold out the minute it started selling. I was like you're so popular. The thing is… Here's the thing. Uh, the thing with tickets… Yeah. Um, so every single show we've done so far, it's basically been sold out in the first minute. The thing is, we never say that it's sold out, and this is a this is a mistake that a lot of new artists make. Uh huh. Because the way the ticketing system is set up is that there are always refunds. Oh. There are also ticket scalpers in there for popular concerts, um, trying to buy up the tickets so that they can resell. Yeah. And that's why it sells out so fast. It's not, it's not only because of these loyal like fans. Mm-hmm. It's because of these people that are trying to profit off of it. And also just… And also some people just trying to get better placement. Like in, to the front. That's true. I've, so, I know people who yeah. buy multiple tickets. Yeah. So they'll that. buy multiple tickets trying to get it. And then… So clearly there, there are going to be cancellations. So a lot of times an artist will be like… My ticket sold out in like 30 seconds because you know that is… That feels good and it's sort of a flex, right? Yeah. But like you look back a couple hours later and the tickets… Some of the tickets will have returned. And because you've already announced that it's sold out… People are going to think that it's sold out and they're not going to think to go and try to get them again. Yeah, that's… I didn't know that. Yeah, there's always uh, like a period of… There's always tickets that get canceled because… Because of these scalpers, right? Mm. And it, it's annoying as… But like what can we do? Yeah. Um, anyways. Like… The things that we uh, try to like get… I think that the brand that defines it the most is probably Supreme. Yeah. And… The velvet rope. Yeah. And I have some Supreme stuff. Like… Honestly, I'm no longer a huge fan of Supreme. Like I haven't been for like a few years. The thing is we've… We like our… Uh, our stylist has already bought like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And su- there are some Supreme. So sometimes I like… 
like I'll have a Supreme shirt on because I had it at home or something. Right? But I haven't ever really wanted to buy anything from Supreme myself for the last at least five years. Four or five years. Um, I feel like the hype started or I saw it a lot in like 2012. Yeah. I like I I got… I like stopped buying anything from Supreme for like at least five. How did that start? And I got more into like… I got… Well, I… My love for like Stussy was like steady since I was like in middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like Palace uh, more than Supreme. Because it seems ridiculous that people are waiting this long in line um, to to cop Supreme. Right? And most of the people in line are resellers. You know, they're professionally lining up. You know, they're professional lineups. Like for iPhones. Yeah. They'll get… They'll buy it up and then sell it for way more. Um, to the point where like… If you go to Japan… There's a Supreme store, right? But in the store, they actually have nothing you actually want. Right? Because all the good stuff are limited drops and they're all sold out. Mm. And then… So there, there's the, the official store. And then there are like a hundred stores in the vicinity… That are reselling was supposed to be in the store. And it's legit. It's not counter. Yeah, it's legit. It's like the, the the resale market for Supreme is bigger than the actual, you know, yeah. retail. So uh, you know, it's just I just I didn't like that. Also, Supreme is now owned by like the Car- Carlisle group. Yeah. Which is, you know, like the epitome of corporate corporate, corporate. culture, right? Yeah. And um, I I somehow don't understand how that works. Also, a lot some of the collaborations I've seen that Supreme done with other brands and stuff, so like for no reason. Yeah. Like, especially I'm ta- I'm specifically thinking about Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Uh, and and Two Cuts used to really like Supreme. Um, so he has a lot of Supreme stuff like lying around, but he hasn't been. Into Supreme for a long time either. He's, he's all about that Balenciaga. Yeah. Well, he's into like anything that's hot at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like… Uh, do, do you realize how many uh, weird Supreme products there are? What do you mean? Like the actual product or like weird yeah. designs or and collaborations? I, and here's the thing. Like… Do you know there was a Supreme newspaper, right? Like a newsletter or actual newspaper? Like a actual… Like New York Post or… Uh, so you know how Supreme does like uh, limited drops of certain items? Yeah. And they're very limited for like that day. So they dropped a newspaper at some point And it was… Uh, yeah the New York Post they did. So this was a Supreme New York Post. Okay. So basically they're just you know normal products with like Supreme on it. There was a New York subway card. With Supreme like subway ticket. Really? Yeah. Here's the thing. A friend of mine bought this for me. The New York Post Supreme. So I had it and I gave it to Eddie. Oh, okay. As a gift. And Eddie didn't know what to do with it. He's like, what do you do with this? And I was like, you just put it on your coffee table or something. (laughs) Uh, He posted a picture on Instagram and that was it. But here are some other weird uh, Supreme drops. Okay. Weird… Okay, so ten of Supremes. So they they had a brick. I saw that. They had a brick. This is becoming very like either is either like making fun of kitsch or it is just full kitsch. Yeah, and um, when I saw the brick, I laughed. Yeah, and I I I assume that it that's what it I assume that that's what it was intended for to make me laugh. Yeah. At whoever buys it. But there are some serious buyers, right? Yeah. Um, uh, there was uh, the Supreme Fire Extinguisher, which uh, I think Tukas has. Um, Supreme Nunchucks. Which I wanted when I, when I was into Supreme mm-hmm. for a little while. Uh, there's like… Well, the brick is the one that's just crazy for me. Um… Supreme nunchucks. Supreme 
incense matches, supreme liquor bags. <laughs> okay, these are all like highly coveted items that cost a lot. Uh, Tukas has this one. Wait, what? Supreme sand timer. Sand timer? Yeah, you know, like the sand timer that you like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's got a supreme sand timer. Uh, a supreme guitar came out. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. But there you was… You can use that. A Supreme pinball machine came out. Yeah. And you know how expensive it is? Oh my god. Okay. Hold on. Supreme pinball machine price. Where is it? Where's the price, dude? I want to… Okay, I'm looking it. at an article that's explaining why they made the brick. Uh, It's like… Okay. Right. Why did they make the brick? So, um… The pinball machine is $35,000. How much is a normal pinball machine? Not $35,000. Okay. <laughs> I have no, like, grasp. I mean, it looks kind of cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's… I mean, stuff like that, it's truly for people who have money to burn. Yeah, but like, if you had that money… um, My question is, why spend it on Supreme though? Right? Because there are so many other options right now. I'd rather just buy art. What if maybe they think that's like collecting art? art yeah, collecting. but I'd rather buy some other art. Okay, for thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah, you know um, that will. Well, yeah. Does like Supreme like uh, fine art go up in value over time, or does it go down? It goes up. It goes up. Yeah, because they're limited. But who knows? You know, I don't know. Um. Well, someone says. David Shapiro, author of Supremist, Supremacist, <laughs> what uh, unites Supreme's accessories is that most of them have some sort of illicit slash underworld connotation having to do with violence or drugs. So past collections have included baseball bats, crowbars, and hammers, all everyday items that much like a brick could be used to break into cars, houses, or people's skulls. Ugh. <laughs> How pleasant. Yeah. Thank you for providing that. Okay. You know how Supreme started, right? No, I'm, I have no this, clue about anything. It was just this anything. small boutique store um, where like kids uh, like skateboards. Like you could skateboard there. Yeah. And you could also just hang out there, right? It was like a safe spot for skaters. Uh, which is really cool. Right? Yeah. And I like the whole idea of of like what Supreme was doing. Like even their logo was lifted. Right? Yeah. They were taking things… I mean… You know basically like what Andy Warhol does. They were taking things that exist and um, just… Yeah the kitsch art Yeah doing thing. something new with it. Yeah. Right? And um, it was a… It was a… It was very… It was a… So the, the thing about Supreme… Like the appeal of it actually… Is the fact that it's very corporate but anti… Anti-corporate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like at the same time. If you look at it in a positive light, you think it's very like self-aware branding. Yeah. And uh, the thing is… Recently, like over the years, like I don't know if it's as self-aware as it's, it appeared to be before. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I get what you mean. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think it's become like super saturated. Like, I I will literally walk into uh I will I one day I found myself like I walked into a studio like in, in L A walked into a studio and there were like a few like very visible Supreme items in the studio like mm -hmm. as you know decoration yeah and when I saw it I found myself rolling my eyes ah uh, like immediately yeah even though. I have a lot of Supreme stuff from from the past. And um, even though I, you know, I, I would wear it sometimes on, on stage even now, right? But I saw it and I rolled my eyes and I'm like, why, why did I just… Like, why am I rolling my eyes? Yeah. When the person who put it there probably intends us to be like, oh, dope. Or like, this guy, you know, understands a certain aesthetic yeah. or something. But instead, I'm rolling my eyes. Yeah. And I, I am doing the opposite by 
assuming that he has he has a different aesthetic. Yeah. You know, like the whole like hype beast kind of thing. And um yeah, so maybe the intention, let's say once again, seeing it in a positive light, if the intention of the brand is to be a self-aware brand, right? Understanding its confliction between trying to be anti-corporate but being very much corporate and making these random branded products by slapping a logo on it, kind of like a pop art Warhol thing. But does that become somewhat meaningless if the consumers of those products don't even understand that's a point mm-hmm. to be made? And they genuinely do see it in a shallow level of like, oh, it looks, it's cool. It's cool to have it. People think I'm cool because I have it, but not understanding necessarily why yeah, yeah. that's the case. Yeah. Does it render like the brand's point meaningless then? If it's um, not both ways. I don't know. I don't know. And even if it is meaningless, maybe they intend that too. I don't know at this point. <laughs> like… This is this is the giving them a lot of benefit of the doubt. I'm not, I'm not against Supreme. It's not like I'm like hating on Supreme at all, um, and and I'm not against anyone that collects Supreme or like is really into Supreme because I hey I'm into Lego, right? Mm-hmm. I collect like tiny superheroes, little bricks <laughs> that don't even look like a good representation of the <laughs> hero sometimes. Yeah, and um. I still have a lot of Supreme stuff. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. That's like up to you. But I'm saying like… Is it still worth lining up for like hours or the day before to, to get? Uh, personally? No. Like I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like… As I was talking, I realized that… Um, that I'm actually… I think I'm wearing some Supreme right now. Um, hold on. I'm wearing I gotta, these New Balance see, like, I gotta slippers. Check. I gotta house check. slippers. Oh my god. You're wearing Supreme? Okay. I'm wearing Supreme underwear right now. <laughs> um, okay. I'm… I just spent like… How many minutes talking about yeah. how I don't buy Supreme anymore? And I literally How am, many hours did you wait? I… I, I literally am wearing Supreme underwear right now. <laughs> but I didn't have to wait in line for this. Yeah. Someone else that's did. What, that's your… That, <laughs> I didn't have to wait in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else did. But that's kind of your point. It's uh, like, get it if you want it. But the efforts in order to attain it and putting value in how much you wait toward it is yeah. kind of dumb. And and the conversation I want to have is about like limited edition things. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's not… Like like I said, I'm not dissing Supreme for its uh, marketing or whatever tactics. Because it's very intelligent. Uh, it was clearly successful. Right? And other brands that are trying to… You know, that may be cooler than Supreme right now. Um, because Supreme's become so saturated. Um, are actually doing the exact same thing. Right? Like that that marketing plan is still the same. That strategy. And this was the case with Bape. Right? With what? You know the brand Bape? No. Like Pharrell used to… Pharrell and like Kanye and everyone used to rock it. Okay. Uh, with the… With the… With the ape. You… If you look at the… Diane, you cannot not know what that is. But anyways… um, That was really popular because it was super limited as well. But it became super saturated… Like where you could buy it at like Walmart. And, oh, um, and, yeah. And then, you know, no one… You know, it wasn't as hot anymore. I see. Um, but… Th- I can't shit on that… On, on limited edition things. Because we have a lot of those things as well. Like… Uh, Epic High has dropped like limited edition LPs. Uh, limited edition cassette tapes. Um… Like for example, the sleepless. Did I give you a sleepless? You know our sleepless album. Did I give you a cassette tape? Me? No. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> I think we made like three hundred. Well, because it was being sold at a specific store, right? Or yeah. Something uh, like that. We, we I made, didn't. I didn't get to go to the store or anything. It it was sold at three stores. Yeah, I remember. And that. there were like three hundred and eleven because it was released on March eleventh, mm-hmm. and um, it sold out like super fast. Um, and 
people were lining up for this. And I was like, oh my god, I'm, am I guilty of the same thing? But here's the thing. Like… The re- reason why we make a limited edition… First of all, we can't just print or we can't just make like countless numbers of, of the item. You're not a store. Yeah. We, it's impossible to… Yeah. Um, it's, it's impossible to store it. First of all. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not a yeah. store. <laughs> and um, also… Uh, things like cassette tapes and things like LPs because it's not as prevalent as CDs are incredibly hard to produce. Uh, way harder than making a CD. Right? Like the amount of work we had to do to get that cassette tape made uh, was just in- it's just unbearable. <laughs> um, and also uh, it just costs a lot to, to mass produce. Which is weird, right? Because usually it should be cheaper to mass produce. But there are certain items that you you just can't do that. Um, but I'm not like… I'm not making an excuse or anything. Limited edition items are fun. Unfortunately. Uh, I'm, I'm literally an yeah. owner of one. And I'm very, very yeah. happy and satisfied with my purchase. This, this is what I'm saying. It's not like I'm like looking at the lines or when that cassette tape drop happened uh, or my, my solo album, there was a, there was a, like, a, like a thousand copies of an LP that was made of, with my solo album. And that sold out really quick too. And it's not like I'm on Instagram looking at those pictures of like people lining up um, and laughing and like… Enjoying it. Yeah. That, that's not what, I'm, what I mean when I say it's fun. You're just more like I hope they get to get one. As a person who, who's been a fan of uh, like different artists and different things. When I get a limited edition item. Like when I buy one. Uh-huh. I feel special. And uh, as long as it's done tastefully. And I get that item. Uh, I feel like I have a piece of some of someone that you know I'm into uh, that is a little different from the one that you know everyone else got. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, and, and I yeah. just want to give that feeling to our like most loyal fans, and that's the reasoning behind uh, why we have certain like limited edition drops, and. Uh, and the argument that I, I would make whenever someone's like, why do you release these things? Right? Uh, if you're not into it, don't get it. Like, you're going to do fine with the actual <laughs> album like as a CD. Yeah. Or as… A, like, it's online. Yeah. You can just go to a Spotify and listen to it. But there are people who want a cassette version of this. And… We took a lot of care into making it. And if someone gets it… Awesome. Uh, But I do understand like… How shitty it is to not be able to get one. So it's this whole dilemma. It's almost an activity though to hunt it down. If it's harder… Yeah. It's like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. It's kind of like a a little adventure challenge. But it's it's also… I do… I also understand because I've been in that position. I've been on the other side where I'm the fan. And I'm trying to get like uh, this this limited edition license album. Like that they only released in that country. And it's really hard to get. And I can't fly there because I'm a student. I'm a kid. And I, I don't have the money to fly to another country to get something. Right? Mm -hmm. And so I understand and I know how shitty it is when like… For example, like if we drop something… Okay. So this happened last year. On our US tour. On our North American tour. We had a bunch of merch that was basically limited uh, location-wise. Right? You could only get it uh, in North America. Or you would have to pay crazy shipping prices to get it from Korea. And a lot of our Korean fans are like, yo, we love that merch. Like, why can't you make it available in Korea? Well, it's because it's produced in America. Mm. Right? Otherwise, if we produced it here and try to take it all to America for that tour, 
we would have to get a separate plane for that. Yeah. Um, because it's a lot. And vice versa, when we drop the cassette tapes, all the international fans are like, why are you only selling it in Korea? Because we were selling at a physical location. Yeah. Right? There was a store in Busan, like the street brand store. And uh, two uh, like LP stores in, in… Two vinyl stores in Seoul. And um, people are like, we, we can't fly to Korea. So it's like you can't please everyone every time. Yeah. And this was happening all within one year. So it was kind of funny how like… One, one yeah. team got the mixtapes. The other team yeah. got the shirts. And then we had merch uh, at our Korean show. That was different from our North American tour merch. Yeah. And the North American fans are again like… Yo, how can we get that merch? Yeah. Why can't you make it available? So there's a lot to do with like production, location, and all that stuff. But there are also people that exploit this whole limited edition thing. You know? But let me just say, um, when a company, like in modern times, in 2020, when a company exploits this limited edition thing, and um, instead of making it something interesting and something unique and something fun, like you just mentioned, yeah, right, like a scavenger hunt or whatever, For right, like a treasure hunt, right, yeah. where the person getting it feels better. Like actually that adds value, right? They yeah. Feel Reward to the hunt. Yeah. Um, but if a company decides to exploit this whole limited edition strategy um, to up their profits, I guarantee you people will figure it out very quickly. Uh, it's a different time now. Also… Right? And, and they… And it'll lead to their downfall very quickly. Um. Yeah, I had a classmate at NYU and he was the most like stereotypical like rich kid who was trying to like pursue his like hobby or whatever as a career kind of a thing. Yeah. Stereotypical rich kid. Yeah, he uh his parents are both doctors living in Long Island. Mm -hmm. And uh for example, like to the extent of like the the uh, influence his parents have. He got a internship at SNL because his dad was writing first class as one of the producers. Okay. And said like, you know, my son, he loves SNL. Okay. He would love to work there. And like, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, my dad hasn't even been on a plane since he was 10. Okay. So <laughs> I don't think he's running into SNL producers. But um, he would always do limited edition stuff. That was his big like collecting thing. He, oh, loved, he would collect limited edition. He editions. loved Supreme limited editions. He loved uh, Tyler the Creator Golf Line. Golf Wang. Yeah. Golf Wang. Yeah, like that whole brand. Um, which I also like. But you know, it's also a thing that I see people collecting. And then also uh, LPs and stuff. And I remember… He was uh, in class early. And I came in. He was kind of like really frustrated and like… Ah, like huffing. And I was like, what's going on? He was like, uh, there's a limited edition drop on a vinyl. And I think it was like for like Tyler the Creator or someone like that. And he was like, I really love this album. And my parents said that, you know, because I told him how much this means to me. That I can get both limited edition colors of the same vinyl. So one in like gold and one in like white or something like mm -hmm. that. And I was like, how much is this vinyl? He was like, one vinyl is $200. Mm -hmm. And I was like, do you have a LP player? He's like, yeah. So I'm also going to buy like a really nice oh LP player. So my parents understood that my investment was worth it because I'm actually going to play it. And I just stared at him. And I was just like, I've been eating convenience store sandwiches <laughs> for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Actually, I would eat half the sandwich for breakfast and the other for lunch. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? $200 vinyl. I guarantee you he's not going to play the vinyl. Because yeah. the minute he opens it… He doesn't want to ruin it. Yeah, the minute he opens it, it's it, the value drops by like half. Yeah. Right? There are a bunch of people that buy sneakers that they, they will never wear. And then this guy, he also was like, I have my own line. Yeah. And it was a golf wing knockoff. 
That's literally oh, he, all it was. Oh, he made his own fashion. He was line. like, I also have my own fashion brand, and you know, I'm very busy with that side hustle. Well, I'm gl- I'm I'm all I'm sure that he's uh like inside, deep inside, he's a very good person, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> the faraway look I just got on my face. Well, anyways, okay, I'm not trying to like again. I'm not trying to like. Uh, it's not like I don't approve of this or like I'm against it or anything like that. So you can collect whatever you want. Like I was saying, I I collect uh, certain limited edition Lego minifigures. Okay? And um, they're limited edition in that… Uh, so this guy that customizes… Uh, so Lego doesn't make every character, right? They, they can't. They, if they don't have the license for it, they won't make it. Mm. So like for example, like if… Let's say I wanted uh, Don Corleone. Right? A Lego figure. Lego doesn't make one. Yeah. Uh, so this customizer guy uh, makes it. And he makes it even better than Lego does. And uh, the thing is… So he'll put up a mock-up of it. And people will have to pre-order it. And that's the money that he will use to actually produce it. Oh, yeah. Right? So this guy's like… This guy's just doing it uh, very boutique. Right? And… He actually needs the support to deliver it. And because of that, if sometimes it's very limited because he has to create them one by one. And it's impossible to mass produce. And when I see… So I collect things like that, right? And it to another person, it would be ridiculous to hear like how much I'm paying for this tiny little thing that doesn't even… Talk or move or like, you know, yeah, whatever, right? And some of these, when they're really pricey, they're like, you know, like 40, 50 bucks. Oh, okay. I thought they were in the thousands. No, but for like, but there are certain ones that are probably like a thousand. Okay. You know, rare ones that they drop at like Comic Con or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right? And if anyone hears this, they're going to be like, dude, why would you spend $50 on this tiny piece of plastic? While they are wearing shoes that are like three thousand dollars, yeah, right. And I'm talking about two cuts, right? <laughs> He'll literally say, "Dude, that's such a waste of money. Why are you paying fifty dollars for that Lego?" And I'm, and as he's saying it, I'm he's looking, lacing up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, he's lacing up his like like Yeezys or something that he got like a long time ago. Or yeah, like fear of God, whatever. Yeah, and I'm like, you've got three thousand dollars shoes on. Anyways. Everyone has their thing. And I'm totally okay with uh, limited edition when it makes sense to me. And I don't just mean that in a, in a, like a financial or economic way. I mean, I have to feel like this is limited edition for a reason. Mm. And when it is, it's perfectly fine that it's harder for me to get it. Because the, the value that I will feel like… Emotionally, when I do get it, uh, will be worth it. But quite often, you see uh, the words limited edition just plastered over everything. Yeah. Like uh, over products that clearly uh, shouldn't have it. Like for example, like you go to Macy's, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever, like Nordstrom or… Bloomingdale's. Yeah. yeah. And you'll see a uh, like limited edition comforter. And you're like, really? <laughs> like, like you really need a limited edition comforter? Yeah. Um, that's an extreme. That That's sort of an extreme example. But I mean like a lot of times it's like even the original product isn't even that popular. Even the original product isn't enough. But they'll have a different colorway. Right? Like you were saying with the vinyl. Yeah. They'll have like a gold edition. And you you realize that they're trying to do what Supreme does. For a product that doesn't really need it. Yeah. Um, and that's when I, I'm like put off by limited edition. That's when I won't, you know, fall for it. Uh, when it just becomes like a marketing ploy. Yeah. And I'll never do that. Like… 
when we make our limited edition things, we put extra care into it. We we put our all into the original product as well, right? But you know, when we make a vinyl, it's much harder than uh, getting a CD packaging together because it's bigger, first of all, right? Um, and to make the vinyl, there are only like three countries where you can get the vinyl actually pressed. Yeah. Like the actual physical vinyl that you can play. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to send it to… You have to send the music to a certain factory in a certain country. And it takes… Sometimes it takes six months to get it back. Like like an example? Like a sample? Or you mean like the actual order? The actual like finished vinyl. Oh. Um, also… Also… A lot of people don't do it properly. But we do. You have to make a separate mix and master for vinyl. Because it's different from a CD. So we'll deliberately mix and master it again. The, and that costs money. And then we… Also you have to figure that it's going to take some time to get back to you. So um, if you want to release a vinyl at the same time as your actual album drop… You have to give somebody uh, your music three months in advance and trust that they won't leak it. Yeah. That's why we usually do our vinyl drops months later or like half a year later. But it's it's a difficult-ass process. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So it's not just hard to… For the person getting that limited edition vinyl. It's actually hard for us to create it. And the cassette tape, the sleepless cassette tapes, oh my god, two cuts had to go to that factory I so many times. I can't believe a factory even exists to go to. Yeah, that's it's difficult to find them. Yeah. And uh They were so excited. There's like cobwebs everywhere. They're like, oh my god, someone's here. <laughs> you know, we had a sticker on the cassette tape with the numbers, like you know, like two of three hundred eleven. Yeah. And um because they haven't really been making cassette tapes. I think maybe their hands got rusty or something. So we provided them with the stickers and we actually went. And uh, we're doing it with them. But they messed it up. So we had to redo the stickers three times. We had to… For all the yeah, tapes? Yeah, we had to get rid of the… Uh, we have to get rid of… We had to get rid of the packaging. Do it all again. Again, again, again. And there was a… It, you know, cassette tapes are not supposed to be handmade. But basically, they became handmade. Because there were also like bad printings that we had to take out. We had to go through each and every single one of them to make sure that, you know, none of them were messed up. Yeah. Um, so it takes a lot of work to create uh, limited edition items. But… I don't know how hard it is to make a brick. Or just a shirt that has the Louis Vuitton print on it. Well, at least a shirt. It's a shirt. That's what I'm saying. How hard could it be to make that? That would warrant it to be It'd called be easy, limited but edition. not easier than a brick. I know. Brick's difficult. A brick. I don't know. Uh, like… That's something I I don't know if I would buy. You know what I found out? The Animal Crossing Switch isn't even limited edition. They were always going to have it. Always available. But because they just didn't know how many freakish adults were obsessed (laughs) with this game. Oh, they just made… They just made… They made the, you know, amount that made sense to them where they were making certain profit for how much they're putting into getting these made. Uh At least, like, at a time. And obviously, it outsold, like, crazy. And so they're all like, oh my god, people like Animal Crossing. (laughs) And they're trying to make it. So it's, like, always going to be available in the store, apparently. Oh, so… When I talked to the… When that fact came out… I'm assuming that the resale price for that edition probably dropped. No. Because it's going to be readily available. No, because we're, we're, we're crazy and we want it now kind of a thing, I think. Because like people want to play the game now. Because okay. it's like who's going to wait to play the game like six months okay. down the line? Well, the economy of limited edition and uh, 
specifically resell, like the reselling. Yeah. Um, is that okay? For example, there there was a pair of Jordans that came out, and it was really difficult to get because not many of them were produced. Yeah. But later on, uh, the Jordan company they released the same colorway, but in in like a mass way, and because of that, the original version the price dropped because now it's readily available and a lot of people were pissed that uh that the jordan company made more of the same product yeah because you know they they were holding on to it and it had a lot of value and uh the resale market is crazy dude like some of these products are like jumping up in price by like tenfold uh, for example, um, I actually didn't even really know what I was doing. But I got two pairs of shoes from Adidas at some point. Yeah. Like it was sent to my uh, studio. Mm-hmm. Like when I had a radio show. It was sent to my studio. And it was a gift for me, I guess. And at that point, like, you know, I was just… It was my phase where I was only wearing like Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Because they were comfortable. Um and the two boxes were delivered to me. And I, I was like… I gave one to my producer. And then I gave one to my manager. And they're like, really? I can have this? And I was like, yeah, whatever. Just wear them. And then the next day I realized that they were uh, really rare Yeezys. <laughs> like when Yeezys first like… Yeah, when it first launched. Yeah. Um, so the price was like skyrocketing immediately. Especially in Korea where it's probably harder to get it than in the yeah. States. And I just… I called my producer and I… <laughs> no, I, not to get it back. Yeah, yeah. But I called him and I was like, did you wear it? Like if you didn't wear it, I, I you might give some thought to like selling it. Because… And just collect that money. Um, because, you know, I gave you a gift. But it could be worth way more than the yeah. gift that I originally thought I was giving you. So just… Sell it and you know buy your daughter or something. Give me five percent. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Did he do it? Uh, I don't know. Oh. But there was a tiny bit of me that was like, <laughs> <laughs> basically, someone just sent you like two stacks of like twenty k. Yeah. And I just gave it out. <laughs> um, but you know, I don't really care about that. But yeah. like, you know, I had to buy. Uh, two of my albums back from somebody like in the resale market. So there are two albums that of mine that are rare. Okay. That are hard to get. Uh, one is called Lost Map One. Which was a CD that we gave out for free at a concert. A long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and it has like demos and certain rare songs. And uh, there's another CD called Eternal Morning. It was a… It, it was a… Like a project album that I put out. And it's instrumental like hip-hop. Just no raps. Just instrumental music. And mm-hmm. it was very popular. But it was… We sold I think 10,000 copies of it. So… Not too many. Yeah. Uh, and I was looking through my… You know, I, I was trying to organize the CDs I have of mine. Because eventually, you know, I, I want my whole discography, of course. So yeah. that I can like maybe give it to my daughter or something at some point. Right? So I'm organizing it. I, miss, I figure out I'm missing these two CDs that I made. <laughs> you never thought to keep one? Yeah. So I'm like… I'm like contacting old labels. I'm contacting like… You know… Old friends. I'm like… Do you guys have this unopened? Uh, and no one has it. Hmm. And this Eternal Morning CD that I'm telling you about… It's in a… It's in a… Like a… Like a packaging. Like silver packaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I needed like an unopened one. Because it also has a limited edition like pencil in there. Right? Hmm. Um… And the lost map one is just really hard to get. So I go online. And I had to uh, find somebody that was selling it. Oh, like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but it's in a it's in a silver plastic like silver like packaging. Yeah. But anyways, I had to find somebody that was selling it at a higher price, of course. And uh, I had to buy it. I had to buy the <laughs> CDs that I made <laughs> back from this person, and I knew that. Uh, this person would be shocked if I showed up. You're basically giving them a refund. <laughs> if I showed up, this person would be shocked. Yeah. And also, this person posted it saying that he, you know he's he's a fan, but he's in need of cha- like short. Yeah, <laughs> the short. <laughs> he's in. He's short on cash okay. and needs uh, some some money, right? And he's like he's sad to let it go, but. Um, so you put it up for a higher price, and I had someone go and just, you know, be my avatar. Yeah. Right. Because I didn't want that person feeling bad. Right. Because it's it's a weird feeling when you go online and you see someone selling something you made. Yeah. You know, imagine if you gave like, you if you gave a gift it. to somebody, right? If you gave a gift to a friend for their, you know anniversary or something or their wedding or whatever. Yeah. And you see it on eBay. You want to hear something potentially worse or equal to that? Yeah. My brother and I got my mom a watch for Mother's Day. And she sold and it. She, no. She tried to give it to me as a birthday gift. Not remembering that you… <laughs> That's awesome. And I looked at my mom and I was like, Mom, we got this for you. She goes… Yeah, and then I thought like it's your turn to wear it. <laughs> I was like, mother. Oh my god. Well, that's the feeling you get, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like what was the point? Like, I, I, if I ever see someone selling my albums, yeah, uh, yeah, there's that strange feeling. It's like, what is making them let go of this, right? Yeah. And the fact that I had to buy it back, <laughs> but now my collection is complete. Okay. Now I have all my CDs. And there are just so many of them. Uh, yeah. But I had to pay more. Oh really? They were selling it for… Yeah. Well so they put value on the thing? Yeah. And considering that I made no money off these albums. Uh, <laughs> now you're in a negative. Because one album I was in a bad deal. And the other album was given out for free. Uh, I actually somehow… Paid a lot more than I made off these albums. But would you have felt worse if they had been selling it for like… Cheaper? Like a dollar. Because they were like, yeah, I, I just want to get rid of it. I would have felt worse. Yeah. There are certain albums of mine that I've seen on sale for uh, $200. So 20, like almost 20 times the price it was. Okay. Uh, which is crazy to me. But… Why? Well, I, I don't want anyone to buy it like that. Oh. You know, I don't feel like anyone should be shelling out $200 to get something of mine. But at the same time, I, I, I don't know how I'd feel if it was being sold at like $2. Yeah, right? Right? Or just like… It just says, fucking take it. No, it just says, I will throw it, says, it to you I from my window. I left it outside. <laughs> Here's my address. My cat might have peed on it. Come and just please take this crap away. Jesus. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> Anyways, guys. Uh, I'm not going to say anything like cliche. Like, the only limited edition that matters is you. <laughs> You're one of one. I'm not going to say things like that to wrap up this episode. But um, yeah. I just wanted to talk about like this whole… Limited edition thing. You know. We should make this podcast limited edition. Only five people can listen to it. <laughs> and they all have to be brand directors who are paying us. <laughs> well, considering that all our ads have uh, disappeared because of, you know, the, the, pandemic. the situation. The yeah. pandemic. And um, all the uh, ads have disappeared, right? Uh, as of now, currently, present time. Yeah. And uh, because of that, our podcast is limited edition, guys. Wait, how? <laughs> what do you mean how? It's we don't know how free. many more episodes we can do. Oh, that's true. We don't know when this will just go away. Mm. Uh, so 
The Tableau Podcast is limited edition. Listen while you still can. We have no ads. And we will take it off the internet once we're done. <laughs> yeah, I will just delete it. <laughs> and um, then we're going to put it on one tape recorder that I will hide. We are all limited edition. <gasps> Beautiful. All Oscar of us Wilde. in the universe. We are all limited edition. Yikes. <laughs> Awkward. Reference to last week's episode. Uh, but yeah. So let's cherish what we have. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.